write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know That was a great sound It was a watch with outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Prestige with my partner in crime Long Island Raised Elm City Made E-Z Blues is in the building Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever had that moment? That moment where you click on your playlist or you turn on that radio and there's just that song that brings you right back. Whether it be that first kiss, whether it be that first heartbreak, whether it be that time you hit the game-winning shot. That is the beauty of music. And a true artist can take you fully on that trail, fully in those moments. You can literally live those moments with someone you have never met. When I tell you, we are so blessed today to have an artist that transcends those moments, that has an artist that literally lays in my playlist every flipping day. I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving, Please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We want to avoid accidents. But put your hands together mentally for the amazing, the awesome, the all-around great dude, Mr. Council. What's going on, fellas? What's up? How are you? I'm doing incredible, man. Thank you so much. It's always good to be back with you guys. It's a a new year. Um, Definitely some new and exciting things. I'm coming in the future, man. I'm just excited to be alive and well. Damn, I like that mug. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. I, get my, I, I needed to get my uh, my inner Viking on. But no, what's really awesome, and, and for those who have not um, sat and listened to one of your interviews before, I do suggest them going back and listening. You were talking about the new journey that you were on about releasing music for what you're going through at the moment for the grown insert word we can't say on air um, struggle, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, how that needed to be an evolution and how that really needed to be said. And, and it's interesting because I, I believe um, when we had Phil Blunt on, he was saying the same thing where the people that are in the industry right now, the people that are making those, those shots are of, you know, not the teenage age, so this is the music that they're listening to. Um, and I love that instead of contorting your message or you, the way um, you, know, you go about things, you've actually been able to put your message through in the different aspects and in the different stylistic fields. Um, you were also just nominated for a, a New England Music Award for Best Hip Hop Act as well. Um, yeah. What is it like kind of walking that line? Man, it's it's been an incredible journey. Um, it's been one that I did not expect, um, but it's been a learning process the entire way, and I'm learning to embrace it more and more every day. Um, it's a difficult game to navigate, um, but no matter what, I'm always going to stay true to myself no matter what happens, and I feel like in doing that, it's bringing a deeper side of me out through my music. Um, I, I've been working on some incredible music the past six to eight months um, that I plan to release this summer. I just released a track actually this weekend, um, but I did that, you know, kind of for the youth, like you were saying, you know, I was the one, I'm not the type of artist that's going to conform to the new style of music that's going on. I'm going to be myself, but it's still going to be able to resonate with a new generation. And so I just released a track for the youth because you, as you know, I'm a teacher and a lot of the kids, you know, even though they're young, they still really love and respect my music. And I think the problem with the industry is that we're not exposing the youth to a variety. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they search out their own variety and they have it within them and you can see it with what a lot of the different young people post. But the thing that dominates the waves is just, you know, the current style. And so mm-hmm. like when we were growing up, to me, 
you would hear all kinds of music from rock and roll to country to hip hop to R&B to blues. I mean, it was uh, a bunch of everything out there. And I think the industry is trying to take so much control. They're really going to lose the youth because the youth have their own opportunity now to find their own way. And that's going to be where it's difficult as an artist, number one, to really stay relevant because it's going to be oversaturated. But, Mm -hmm. you know, young people will still have the opportunity to reach for something that that's missing, because a lot of the kids that I see and talk to on a regular basis, a lot of them, they dig the style of the music that's out, but it's really no substance to it. And after a while, you can only listen to so much for a while. And so they're going to search for something greater, search for something different. And I think that's the era that we're in. And you're going to see a lot more young people reintroducing live instruments into music, you know, as opposed to just, you know what I'm saying, synthesizers and different things like that. You're going to see a lot more real music come back mixed, you know, with the new Mm -hmm. technology. Because we don't need to avoid it because it enhances music. It takes it to another level that we never really even thought was possible. So I think just the variety needs to be broadened. And then, you know, people can just gravitate to what they like. But I think the industry is trying to take so much control. After a while, that's going to backfire. Definitely. It definitely will. And and for those who are, are playing the home game, you know, there's there's very truth and, and reality to that where you you are sitting in an industry and and we are still looking at success and i put my little quotation marks on and then i'll sip my coffee after that but you know we have success where you know oh you're the top you know billboard or in those type of aspects right now there is such an underground revolution that's just on the perc- percolation aspect it's very similar to like when we were grow- when we were growing up where you had all these different genres of music, but we forget 10 years prior, we had some terrifyingly scary music. We mm-hmm. had, we, 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 you know, and, 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 and for all those who like the, the, the Motley's and for like more power to you, I, I, I love you as human beings. Wasn't for me, kind of terrified me. Um, I didn't like it, <laughs> but we needed that. And it was also the time that where the industry was oversaturated, mm-hmm. super in control, you know, huge budget videos, huge, you know, aspects in, in those things. And it became more of a lifestyle. I have been saying this for a very long time, especially with hip hop, hip hop being the youngest style of music um, out there. I feel you guys, the hip hop itself is in their glam rock moment, um, you know, where you have your hair bands and you have, it's all about the image and it's a flashy substance. But that means that next moment is going to be that grunge explosion. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, I am sitting here salivating like a hungry man at an Outback Steakhouse eating my blooming mm-hmm. onion. Like I cannot wait for this blooming onion of awesomeness music-wise to sit down in my lap and explode. Now there have been moments, you know, and you really have to pay attention to those different moments. I mean, the last time you were on here, I believe um, it had, it would just dropped, but the Silk Sonic, uh, you know, record. Oh my goodness! Like, not only did you have that old school feel, but with that new technology, saying some relevant things, you know, and also being able to be palpable in the meme culture. Mm. You know, right now everything is in that we need it to be 15 seconds. You need a sound bite. You need to move forward. And if you don't play to that industry, that, that part of the industry, you're going to be dead. But you can't be only that. And I love that you're doing that. You know, you started to do these incredible motivational um, YouTube Saturday videos. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that YouTube channel one more time? Just so that people can listen to your additional stuff tomorrow, which would be tomorrow on Saturday. Yeah, Mr. Council Music. Yeah, Mr. Council Music. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm really going to change it even to Mr. Council Music and Motivation because it's kind of a collective that I want to bridge. You know, I want to mm-hmm. really bridge the gap between both because my music is about motivation. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not directly, um, you know, about something like about being in the gym, it's even motivating you to be a better person, a, a better friend, a better partner, a better spouse. You know, it's I like to take an introspective look, you know, in my musical journeys. And that's exactly what I'm doing 
through my motivation. You know, I don't want to be somebody who's a bragger. I don't want to be somebody who feels like they're talking down to people. I want to let people know I'm right in the fire with you. And I want to show people in real time how you can build your way to success. And I think a lot of people just judge success by how much money you have. But when you're really trying to do something special for people, you know, it's more about impact and dollars. And eventually, once your impact becomes so great, the dollars come. And so many people focus on the dollars that once they get those, that's all they have and they have a real impact. You know, they might make some sort of contribution image-wise or something that's detrimental to society, but you're not really taking people to a place that they will never forget. It's certain artists that took you to a place that reminds you of where you were in your life and got you through something, you know what I'm saying, that you didn't think that you could get through. And that's the type of artist that I want to be. So I'm focusing more about impact with the people that I am touching now. And then eventually that's just going to spread. But I really want to show people in real time. And that's why I really do the motivation because there's only so much you can say through music. But when you mm -hmm. really actually listen to what I have to say and my motivations, you know, you really get an inside of, you know, what's going on in my mind and who I am as a person. It's, it's so very true. And, you know, it has always been there from, from an artist's point of view. And, and I, I say this, uh, a lot as well, you know, the difference between like the 60s, 70s and today, you know, um, you had these incredible icons, these leaders, but we also only knew them as the icon and the leader. We didn't know, uh, you know, we didn't have to look at the warts in which they had. And, you know, I'm speaking of like uh, John Lennon and, and, you know, had these incredible messages. Later on, when you do the research, you find out not a great human being, but, um, it, you know, it is what it is. But the message is still yeah. super important, you know, um, and we don't really have that right now. We don't have that, uh, social, uh, yeah, I guess social uh, status aspect because we're so quick to tear people down because we have that 24 hour, 24 seven, you know, media cycle, you know, big media bad, but we're good. Listen to our show, um, you know, but you know, you don't, you don't have those things. Back then you didn't have that. Back then you didn't have a computer in your pocket to, you know, take a look at every single aspect. Back then you didn't have, you know, the photographer or the, the dude with the cell phone trying to film you, um, you know, fighting a photographer or, mm. you know, having that one bad day and the wrong finger happened to go up while you were driving, you know, and now you're just a horrible human being. No, you're human. That's one of the most beautiful things about you as an artist is your humanity. But the you know, great, that's the great part about, this space that we're in, because even if society tries to cancel you, you have your own platform. And so that separates the people who really rock with you and the people who really don't, because the people who really rock with you, they're not gonna leave. They're gonna understand mm -hmm. that you're human. And fame is the, the worst part about all of it. And so mm -hmm. oftentimes when you get canceled, you kind of get a break away from all of that nonsense because it's just a game to try to tear apart the good that you're trying to do. But mm -hmm. the people that rock with you are going to hang in through those times so you can still make a powerful impact. But you have a clear vision that people are just either rocking with you because of the money that you have or the success that you have or they're really rocking with you because of the type of art that you're putting out. None of us is perfect. We're all going to make right. mistakes. But in this moment, nobody can truly cancel you because there's going to be a certain amount of people that are going to ride with you through anything. And that might affect your dollars, but your life and your dignity is more important than that. And that's what so many people just don't get anymore. Yeah, and, and I, I love that you actually brought that up because it's also something I say all the time. I don't believe in the cancel culture aspect. I believe in a whole bunch of artists that became too lazy to evolve their art. So they mm -hmm. no longer make an impact. That's you know, they, 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 they've taken their own value out off the game and I'll call it straight out. You have Jay Rowling. J.K. Rowling has taken her own value because she hasn't written anything good since Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. If she wrote the next Harry Potter series, things would change like that. There would be forgiveness, but yeah. she stopped being an artist. So she is no longer relevant. 
Um, you and know, that's because when you, when you have the success that she's had, <laughs> you don't have the same hunger from when you're in the days when you're sleeping in your car to mm-hmm. now where, you know what I'm saying, you could just pick mm-hmm. out the car that you want whenever you want it. You know what I'm saying? She's in a totally different space. Right. So she might be in a space where she's working on her mental health so she can get back mm-hmm. to that person that she was right. and oftentimes going through those tough times it brings the best out of you so people have to stop being afraid of being canceled they have to stop being afraid of being their authentic self because you know mm-hmm. we live in a country of comeback stories you know they mm-hmm. profit off your rise they profit off your demise and then they profit off you coming back again and they might even try to tear you down again. But it's all about money at the end of the day. But as long as you're connecting with the people and making an impact that you want to make to the people that you're meant to impact, then nothing else matters. Definitely. And I also love the fact that you brought that up. Today, we can do that because we do own those platforms. You own your own YouTube channel. You own your own TikTok aspect. You can jump on your phone at any point in time. You can make those statements, whether someone is watching or not. You have that ability. We are at a point right now, musically, for whatever whatever deal you have with whatever distribution you have, you put that album out and for you know put that track out for weeks. They put promotion behind it. Something's going to move. It can be out there. You didn't have that before. You had to depend on 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 Big Brother. You had to depend on that record label with their hand around your shoulder. You know, which is really just going for your throat, not to give you a hug. If we're being honest. That's right. I said it. And if you have any hate mail, <laughs> Vic Steffens at Horizon Music. Um, <laughs> he'll appreciate that comment. <laughs> oh, man. But, that, you know, that, that's, that's reality is, is we constantly have these things. And, you know, we are allowed to now write our own stories. When before, our stories were written by other people. You know, we, you're, you're, you're a, a music historian just like I am. You know, we can go all the way back to, like, let's be real, Pearl Jam. You know, yeah. they they sold them that Pearl Jam was a Seattle band when Eddie Vedder was from California. Mm-hmm. And they had to do all the promo initially in poorly lit places to make him look pale because he was a California surfer boy. It's crazy. We were crazy. sold. We were sold something instead of the reality. Now doing real, you know, reality type music and stuff like that, more power to them. That worked out for them in the end. And, and I don't pour salt on anyone else's hustle. But when you start to pull back that curtain and you see the great and powerful Oz is just an old dude <laughs> that's just grumpy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you start well, to see it more, you know. Now, how have you been able to navigate through that, you know, because you've, you've kind of figured that out before a lot of people, if we're being honest. I mean, I'm just, it's just all about staying true to yourself. And, and not going outside of anything that is against what you, who you are as a person. And I think mm-hmm. too many people are willing to compromise who they are for their art because they're in such a desolate place, but they make that as an excuse. Like I come from nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I've had to work for everything that I get. And so mm-hmm. I really don't, I really can't buy into people that make excuses about what I had to do to make it because that's not what you had to do. That's what you chose to do. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, it's all about what you're willing to sacrifice for your art. And I'm not willing to sacrifice my soul in any way. And so I am i don't have the luxury that other artists have yet by being able to survive and live off of my art because I have other careers and other streams of income that are going to help me through that time. But it's so many people that aren't willing to do that aspect. And I think it's dangerous when we tell people to just put all of your eggs in one basket, because when you do that, it's only going to be about 1% that actually cracked the code. But what about the 99%? that are sleeping under a bridge because they sold it off for their talent. It's not room for everybody. So if everybody just say, everybody just jumped off a cliff and just went for what they wanted, it's going to be certain people that don't survive. And I'm not saying that you have to walk with fear, but we have to move with intelligence. And so what happens oftentimes people that tell you to just, um, risk it all they don't tell you about the backroom deals that they made to get to where they are they leave that part of the story out Mm. 
to convince you to come into that kind of thinking. So it's very important that you pay attention to who you listen to, because it's a lot of people that are deceptive in their message. And yeah, that might have worked out for you. But that's not necessarily going to be what works out for everybody. And a lot of people might not be willing to do what you did to make it. And that's why you see so many stories like a Morgan Freeman coming out now talking about all the demons that he had to deal with to make it to where he is. They don't tell you that when the money's flowing and the champagne's flowing and, you know, the women and the whatever that you're into is all around. They don't, they leave that part out because they're so caught up in being who they are. But when they get in that quiet place and they have to, to connect with who they used to be and who they see themselves mm-hmm. as now, that's a dark place. And I don't want to get there. So I'm not willing to just throw everything away from my art. I don't believe my life is worth it. I feel like I'm so gifted at other things that that's just one thing that I'm also great at. And I recognize that I am. And I also understand that if I just step out on faith, I probably will make more of an impact than I have. And that's why I'm going to put myself in a position to be able to intellectually do that. And I just jump off a cliff like so many right. people are led to do in society. That's a big problem. Well, I don't want to and jump so off a cliff on WNHHLP yeah. 103.5 FM New Haven. My self-prestige and my partner in crime Long Island Rays in Elm City. <laughs> 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 I'm on Easy, one. Go ahead. I can't go on. Go ahead. Right, I'm right. on one. Right. I'm on one. These are conversations that, 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 that fuel and feed me as a human being. And, and, and I'm, I'm hoping everyone's playing the home game at home because go, like, I really, I feel like LL Cool J when he did the, um, the Unplugged and he was like, yo, yo, play that back. And he's like, oh, wait, that's a real piano player. Like, can you please play that, the, those bars again? Because <laughs> everything that you just said for, we'll say like the last five to eight minutes, of this conversation, you still had your positive intent. Mm. You still, you know, you didn't say if you said when, mm. um, you know, you were, you were very oh, yeah. on point with, with what you're, you're saying, which mm. is one, a testament to who you are, but mm. also these techniques in which people who will watch your, your YouTube uh, Saturday motivational thing will pick up upon this. Um, mm-hmm. I love this for you as per like the next avenue on what uh, on what you're going to be doing because mm-hmm. it is who you are and you're able to share that out there there's a whole bunch of people it is so easy so easy to get down upon yourself it is so easy to let the world pick you apart and destroy you um and like let's be real these past 2 years have Stunk for someone who looks like me, but has been absolutely terrifying for, for people that look like you're, you and, and Prestige. Um, how have you been able to manage and to, to maintenance this positivity when the I rest believe of the in world... myself. I believe in myself. That is that simple. I believe in everything that I'm working on. It's like I've always known that God has had something special for me, but my belief in myself is at an all-time high. And that's what pe- that's what people have to find before they step out on faith. They have to truly believe in what they're doing. Some people don't really believe in what they're doing. They're just doing what they're doing because they know they're good at it and they can profit off of it. I'm on a different journey than that. I'm right. trying to make true impact. So in trying to make true impact, if you think of the most people who made the greatest impact, they weren't um, as rich in their walking days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they understood it's not really about that. Because even if I were to amass a certain amount of wealth, it's not just for me anyway. I'm just going to pour it back into the community. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's the only way to navigate through times that are tumultuous is the ones we're in now is true belief in what you're doing. And so you have to really sit back and think, why am I doing what I'm doing? I had to take that mm-hmm. time to do that. And until you really understand that and see a lot of times we, we, we have our doubtful days. I go through those, but because I'm, I have such belief, God always put 
defining in my path that reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that's how I know I'm on the right path. And oftentimes we don't pay attention to the things that are just going on around us to see what God has for us and store for us. And so I'm not trying to, to be uber religious, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, I have a connection and a belief and a faith in myself and God that no one can take from me. So I already know that everything that I want is already done. I just have to walk the path and prepare myself to be the best person um, that I can be so I can sustain it once it's there. Like my doubt that it's going to happen, that's, <laughs> that's gone. So it's just all about when and where now. And that's why, like you said, you have to kind of speak those things into existence, but you can't just say it. You have to actually live it. And it took a long time for me to truly believe that. But the pandemic is what did that for me because I had two years to do whatever I wanted to do. And if you didn't take advantage of that time when you had it, you were never going to do nothing in the first place. You were just talking. And so think about the time that we had. I almost wish that that time continued, but then I just drew myself back in because I'm like that selfish because people are dying in this moment. Right. But what right. I meant was that I had the time to work on my music, to work on myself, to get my money up to a place to where I could actually put out the art that I was making. And most people don't dedicate themselves enough to do it. And that's why they don't have the belief. Because it's not that they don't believe that they can possibly do it. They just know they're not putting in the work. So that's why they don't believe, because if their moment arrives, they wouldn't be ready. And so that's why people just do a lot of lip service. And I've stopped doing that. Right. I've just put in the work. I put my head down. I continue to put in the work. And things just, they begin to happen for you the right way. That is awesome. And I, I love every aspect of it and, and for and for those really who know who know um you have been about that for a very 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 long time it has been your positivity and your understanding that you know brought a a a, a wandering easy to new haven if we're being 100 percent honest you know for all those that don't like that i'm here blame mr council <laughs> you know and for all for all those who love that I'm here, thank you, Mr. Council. Hey, <laughs> I'll take you that know? every day of the week, man, because you're the type of brother, man, that no matter what, you show people love and support and you give out a, a energy that's just magnetic. And that's why, you know, you're going to have great things continue to happen to you because of the person that you are. It's not even set aside the art. Like once you mix the person with the art, then that's when you get real music. And that's what you're giving people. And so just continue to be authentically you and it's nothing that you won't be able to do. You know, I already know that about you. I knew that from the time I met you. <laughs> Leaning up, I still is the best moment in the world for those who know you're in Stella Blues, you have the performance room and then you have the back room and it's a straight tunnel. And just finish like singing in the open mic aspect and I walk back and you leaned up from the pool table and you looked at me and you go, you were just up there, right? I'm like, yeah. You can sing. And then you went back to the game. Like, without missing a beat, I was like, I am home. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's those type of impact. And I know that your students can tell these similar stories. I know that your your friends group can tell these similar stories. I know that when, when you dabbled into the acting, the comedy aspect, people could share those, those type of stories with you as a human being. Mm -hmm. But what evolves your art? What makes you want to put that grown folk music out there? Yeah, I found the right word this time. Wanting to see more positivity and love and relationship and life in general. Because, see, I feel like it's so much negative that's out there. It's got to be some balance. And so, like, even though I'm not a participant, you know, and music that's going to be vulgar it doesn't mean that I'm not going to listen to an artist that might say a curse word or, you know, that's just who they are. You know what I'm saying? And when you mm -hmm. have that kind of freedom to 
express yourself. You know, that's even powerful in itself, but I'm just not taking that role. And so I'm right. here to show people that it's another way of doing things and you can still be cool. Like, I think like a lot of times when people think about good music, they feel like it almost has to be that way in order for it to mm-hmm. be good because a lot of times artists try to go a different route. It's cheesy or it's real corny. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that way. So I'm here to show artists that don't really want to, you know, you want your grandmother to be able to listen to your music. You want your niece and nephew to be able to walk in a room and you don't have to run and cut it off because of what you're saying. You know, anybody can be in the room when they hear my music. And no matter who you are, from what race you are, no matter how old you are, you can connect with something that I say because a lot of times when, I'm playing my music when I'm doing my Uber driving. You know, people will say, like, I like your playlist. Like, it's on me. But it sounds like it's different people Mm -hmm. because there's something different coming in every track. One track, I'm doing hip-hop. One track, um, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm coming with soul. Another track, it's a ballad. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Another track, it's a dance track. So it's like with the Mm -hmm. new stuff that I'm coming out with, it's it's you know it's no boundaries. It's like I'm genreless, and that's where I'm yep. taking my music to. And I feel like I'll be able to work with any style artist and make any type of music because of you know the work that I'm putting in with my writing. And I think the writing, I think I do that better than anything else. You know, I feel like it's people that can out sing me. You know, it's guys out there and girls who can definitely out rap me. But when it comes down to what I'm saying, I'm up there with the best who've ever done it. And I don't care what anybody has to say. All you have to do is listen to my stuff and you'll understand that. And you'll know that by the pictures that I put to my songs. So when I'm saying I'm not even speaking in an arrogant tone, I just know who I am now. And I know my place. And I know my lane. And I'm going to rock that lane until people understand exactly who I am. That's it. Yeah, and and I want to give you your flowers definitely for for your room. You are, have this incredible way to fully tell the story, um, mm-hmm. you know. And and you do sit in those you know where you are genreless, but even I, you know, I put your pen game up there with like Ron Is- uh, you know Isley from the Isley Brothers, you know, mm-hmm. where you knew what it was, you knew what was going to happen, but you were so st- surprised at the journey they took uh, that he took you on, um, mm-hmm. and that is one of the most incredible things about. You know, I again, I still, I still listen to you know, uh, love, love school. I all the time. Like it's still <laughs> one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite albums of forever, ever. Um, it will forever be in in my playlist. You know, um, and to be able to see your shows in the different aspects with the, you know, how you've evolved performance wise. Um, you know, you're able to bring the fun, but every time you've even had like um, a residency. It wasn't mm-hmm. just about you. Mm-hmm. You made sure you reached out to other musicians that didn't necessarily have the pull in New Haven, that didn't necessarily have that view or that look upon. And you're like, hey, come come through here. Let's do something. You know, here, here's 15 minutes. Here's 20 minutes. You know, make the most of your 20 minutes, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've met some incredible musicians just by going to a couple of the, the, those aspects. Of, um, is that something you're going to forward with? You see, kind of like uh, you know, Mr. Council's summer camp tour. Oh, that'd be dope. That would be oh, we we're gonna we're gonna talk, man. One we'll day, the market there. one day that could be made possibly down the road. But at this point, I feel like I have to expand beyond Connecticut, man. It's time mm-hmm. for me to begin to branch out because with the music that I'm about to roll out, it's just gonna be another level of what I've been doing. And people are gonna just understand the work that I've been putting in. And I feel like I'm, I don't wanna say I've outgrown the scene, but I can't keep doing the same things. And so I'm always going to be in the scene, you know, and touch the scene, but it's time for me to focus on, you know, other places, you know, even overseas, if possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, I've worked with a great producer um, by the name of Alex Rios out of Sweden. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to go over there and, you know, perform. It's another guy, Marv um, Glassby, that I've been working with, who's based out of Texas. You know, I want to get down there and rock. You know, I'm dying to get to California and do some things. So where my head is now, um, it's, it's more about 
Uh, I'm in the grindhouse. I'm mm -hmm. not out there as much performance-wise because I feel mm -hmm. like I've done that for 20 years, so I know who I am as a performer. But now mm -hmm. it's time for me to focus on how I'm going to take the next step and go someplace else um, mm -hmm. with my art. And then I can come back here and make an even greater impact. Because at the end of the day, I would never have been in Connecticut. Connecticut is my home. And I want to see the Connecticut music scene take off. But yeah. we've been doing the same thing for 20 years. Mm -hmm. We got to do something to shake up the apple cart. You know what I'm saying? And so if I feel like if I could go out and rock in California representing where I'm from, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I can rock in Atlanta representing where I'm from. Then people will understand that, yeah, Connecticut really has some really dope artists. And, you know, I run into people all the time from different areas that hear my music. And, you know, they're like, you need to bring this out to the West Coast. You know, what you got mm -hmm. going on is perfect for them. You know, so right now, you know, I'm just, I, I think I'm in an expansion phase um, to where it's time for me to to uh, branch out and do some bigger things so I can be able to come back and make a greater impact, you know, where I'm from. Because that's who I am. That's what I did as a teacher. Like I went, I left Connecticut to go to South Carolina to get my degree in education. Right. And I came back home to teach mm -hmm. and I don't want to teach anywhere else. You know, right. I actually teach at a school that I went to. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's that important. And I feel like in most communities, the best people always leave, but somebody's got to stay behind to do the dirty work. And if nobody ever, you know what I'm saying? Really builds mm -hmm. the dirty work you know, we'll never grow. And so I kind of feel like I want to expand to eventually then contract and, and rebuild here, you know? So right. that's where my headspace is now as far as that. That is that is dope. And I also, you're like the living, breathing Mr. Cotter and I've, I've totally just dated myself, but I don't care. <laughs> I love that show. I love that show so much. <laughs> you know, uh, For those of you who do not know, Mr. Carter was a great sitcom back in the 1970s. It's, it's 2022. Some people I might listen not know who Mr. Carter is. While he was saying it, I almost put up my hand. I was like, oh, 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 Mr. No. Council, Mr. Council. But I didn't. I held it inside. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, I might actually wind up doing it like when I see you out in public, don't be surprised if I'm just like, Mr. Council, just because I think it's funny now. I'm going to have to do it at least once, maybe every time. But, <laughs> you know, but th that's that's the most incredible thing. And, and I love how you, you're very strategic about where you want to go because listening to like more of your dance stuff, obviously I see it's going to be a good uh, European uh, market for you there. Um, they're, they're Dance clubs are ridiculous. Um, I got some crazy Caribbean tracks coming. So, oh, oh yes, yeah. I got a, I got yeah, a reggae tone. I got a reggae tone joint. I got a dance. Mm -hmm. I, man, I'm telling you, you're gonna see, you're gonna see different sides of me on this Better Man Chronicles Two album, man, Volume Two. Mm -hmm. You're really gonna see where I've gone. I didn't mean to. I, I really didn't mean to cut you off. But no, I really beautiful. Get in it because I'm telling you, for so long. It took me a while to figure out the niche of, you know, upbeat dance music because I always mm -hmm. had, you know, the R&B songs, but I yep. always wanted to be able to make some dance music. And I really found my niche in that lane. And so I'm telling you on this next album, it's just going to want to make you dance from start to finish. I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's as I've gotten away from the slow you know what I'm saying, stuff, and I'm I'm on to another level of, you know, making you move. It's not necessarily, I'm not going to say it's necessarily just for the club, but just riding in the car and, right. you know, just, just you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever I listen, you know, see somebody start bopping when they hear my music, like, that makes me feel good because it's giving them sort of energy. It's, it's, it's giving some sort of impact because it, mm -hmm. it's making you move, and that's the kind of music I want to make. No, and, and and that's key. And I, I was actually going to say, you know, when you're like a Caribbean reggaeton, I was like, oh, Miami, Mr. Council, um, you know, because yeah. it, you have that that particular market is, is huge for that particular style of music, you know. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love the fact that it has moved you so much that you you cut me off 
Like that's the passion <laughs> that I want to hear from every musician out there. I want that musician that's so excited about that next project that they don't even want to give the interviewer two seconds to say anything. Cause you know, like, no, but you, what you don't understand. And I don't want to leave the interview until I fully understand how much of your heart is in there. We talk about it on the show all the time. It is our job as artists to take the glory, the pain, the hurt, and the love in this world and project it through the prism of our hearts out, you know, out into the world again. HLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Go ahead, Easy. Well, and that's you know, that's that that key, you know, to to sit there and, and try to hit that mark and try to continue to grow and continue to to have that love to push it through. Mm-hmm. It's something you you have always done. Musically, I love that you're now fully taking a step in front of the camera and doing it through the YouTube channel with Motivational. Um, there's also an incredible market for motivational speaking. Oh, Is yeah. that an avenue in which you're oh, going to yeah. be? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's where this is I- going, too. And like I said earlier about bridging the gap, I have to find a way to be able to combine those into one event like a mm-hmm. music and motivation event. Like when I can, when I figure that out, that's going to be exactly what God wants me to do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When I find the blend between the both of those, but I definitely want to do some live speaking, um, have a you know, 20 years experience in education. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like I do want to talk to the youth more than anything. Um, I want to talk to men, you know, I want men to understand that they don't have to be afraid to be who they are because this culture is teaching us to be. Um, I want to inspire women, you know, Mm -hmm. to be their greatest self. Um, A lot of times, you know, the pain of what women have gone through is why it's acting out in the way I feel that they are. And I feel like we've just, we're all disconnected. And so instead of pointing the finger saying you're wrong or you're this, I just want to reconnect us all. And that's why I make my music, you know, so much where anybody can listen to it because I want to have a concert one day where parents can bring their kids and it's like a big party of parents, older people and young people just like rock. Like that would be a moment for me that would, I probably would shed a tear on stage to where I'm rocking in the stadium and it's older people as old as my Mm -hmm. grandparents were, but also kids as young as my nieces and nephews and being able to just rock out all in the same space, really enjoying themselves, letting go, having fun. That would be euphoria for me. No, that's 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 incredible, and yeah, man. Um, we'll talk afterwards because I I might have the idea. Um, I know it's crazy. You, you can actually like literally. Got him thinking, right? You got him thinking, Prem. Got him thinking, right? I love it. Because if, if you if you do it kind of like a one man show review where you're telling your story and then having the song breaks as you tell those stories from chapter to chapter. Um, that is something that can be done, can be yeah. done in about a 45 minute span. Um, yeah. And then you end it with just listening to the dance for the dance party, just listening to your dance music. This is how we do things. Uh, I'm just saying <laughs> I might have come up with an idea, um, but it isn't about me. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not even about me. Mm-hmm. And that's what, listen, man, that's what I've learned. And what I'm doing, I have a responsibility to my art. And that's what people don't understand. Like anything that I'm doing, I'm not beating myself over the chest for it because it was a gift. You know know what I'm saying? And people don't understand the, the value of getting a gift and the responsibility that comes with it. And once you understand that your gift is an actual responsibility, you become disconnected from your art because you know it's coming from a higher place than you. So it's bigger than you. 
And so it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the art. And that's, I don't want to be famous, man. I don't. Right. I really don't. I'm the type of person, I'm in the back of the room. I'm in the shadows. Mm -hmm. Right. But if that's what it takes, if that's my responsibility to my art, Mm -hmm. then that's the cost. You know what I mean? Well, that that being said, we are responsible to the fact that we only have a certain amount of time frame to go yes, with. Yes, and they're about yes, to pull the hollow curtain on us. No, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, we, we, we can do this forever, ever, 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 ever. Amen. Mm. But right now, I want we want to give this 100% time to you to tell now people how they can get in touch with you, how they can yes, listen to your dope yes, music, yes. and how, you Absolutely. know, how they can further grow with you as you continue on this incredible journey. Mr. Council, the floor is yours. Well, first off, I want to thank you guys uh, for bringing me back. Um, definitely, you definitely. guys are not you guys are not only friends, but your brothers and and art. And I just that. have a great amount of respect for you both. And um, I know you both are going to do big things in what you're trying to do. So it's always a privilege. Like we're going to have that day where we look back and say, "This is where we were," and look mm-hmm. where we are now. Like I genuinely know that about both of you. Um, but to get in contact with me, um, my main space, I rock out for old folks on Facebook, <laughs> um, Charles Council, that's my government, um, on Instagram and TikTok, it's, and um, YouTube, it's Mr. Council Music. I wanted to do Mr. Council Music for um, Facebook as well, but they don't like to, you know, use surnames or anything like that. You can't, right. yep. you know, you know, and so... But you have to spell out the Mr. Um, I've rebranded that for the mm-hmm. past three, four years because I used to do the MR dot, but just spell out M-I-S-T-E-R, Council Music, and you'll be able to find um, my Saturday Motivations. That's taken off. I'm already on. This is episode 84 that I just uploaded mm-hmm. for oh, Saturday Motivation. It's just um, I also have Easy to Thank for that because when he took me to the space, um, where they make all their products, you know, his partner, I forget his name, you know, he had told me, yeah, he told me that day, he was like, if you don't, you, you ain't never gonna start it, you know what I'm saying, you just talking about it, <laughs> but him saying that, mm-hmm. put a battery, I swear to you, put a battery in my back, and the very next week, I was on Facebook Live, and then mm-hmm. I branched over to doing it, so, you know what I'm saying, it all comes back full circle to, you know, what I mm-hmm. said about easy earlier. So, you know what I mean? We're all here for each other. We're here to build each other. You guys have an incredible platform and I'm always blessed to be a part of it. We always have great conversation and we move the needle. You know, artists like us are gonna be able to move that needle and change the conversation and bring it to a place that's more positive and fit for everyone in this space. So I just wanna thank you guys. But like I said, every Saturday I do the Saturday Motivations. I'm gonna be dropping music every month this year um i might not get a visual out every month but you're gonna get something new for me every month i've been spending the last six to eight months working on this project it's still not done but i've got Mm -hmm. nine tracks done already and i got seven ready to roll um ready to be recorded shout to tim walsh um i will be nothing without him The, the level he takes my music to is just incredible shout to artists that i used to work with shout to mark lyon you know brendy mark lyon Brendan Wolf, you know, Mike Pellucci, mm-hmm. Mikey Knobloch, Russo, um, Tap, I love you guys. Um, anybody that's been a part of my journey, you know, I truly respect and appreciate. And I just can't wait till we're all at the top, you know, being able to look over, you know, the cliff and, and really see the impact that we've made. Definitely. I'm privileged. Yes, Always, Always. Mr. Council, oh. thank you for being a part of the program. Easy. Do you have to say anything else? I love you. <laughs> no, but I love you too. But everybody, you know, we're about to drop an incredible track from Mr. Council. So make sure you stay on and listen through. And if you're watching this on Facebook, go back and watch this entire thing 19 times. There were gems here today, folks. Gems. And we love y'all. One oh, more thing, the baby. Yes. Girl track, I just dropped. I dropped a track, Baby Girl. It's on all platforms, Spotify. This one is for the youth. Um, this one is like a a really energetic track. And um, I go to another place on the hip-hop verse. It's, it's just a, a fun song. 
something for the kids. And I really never had a chance to try to connect with the youth through my music. And this is my opportunity to do that. So go check out that track, Baby Girl. It's the first track I'm releasing off the Better Man Chronicles on Volume 2 album. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm glad I could um, bring it to this platform first. The platform is WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Thank you, Mr. Consul. Always, fellas. Oh. 